0: We've got drama unfolding in the neighborhood. A soap opera is appearing before our eyes and you get to take the dramatic journey with us. Callie will read from our neighborhood's next door app and the deal that is being offered to some criminals in the area. And we'll see if they take it. We'll do that in just a second. But I need to correct something first. And I need to say thank you to Callie.
1: Living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to the Upside Podcast with Callie and Jeff.
0: Uh, First, I want to say thank you to Callie because if you heard last week's episodes, specifically Friday, we were talking about saying affirmations into the mirror every day and I was referencing uh, Kevin Hart, excuse me, a Kevin Hart post from his Instagram account from like back in July Mm -hmm. that I was going to borrow. Yeah. Because he was talking about having the best year and the biggest year ever, and uh, he was excited about you know uh, uh, going on and doing great things after his birthday, and Callie printed that out and taped it to my mirror to remind me to say it in my mirror every day, and I realized there's a big flaw in his.
2: Oh, what's the flaw?
0: And we've gotten so many messages from people who are doing this, who are doing the mirror affirmations that I want to correct his flaw and make sure that nobody else is making the mistake. Okay. Because I almost did. He says, I just had a vision that was clear as day. I'm about to have one of the biggest years of my career. Wrong. You can't talk in the future tense. Mm -hmm. So whatever your affirmation is, if it's, I am going, what the hell?
2: (laughs) An ant just flew and like fell from the ceiling and landed on Jeff's
0: quote. On the affirmation. Where did that come from?
2: I have no idea. That was weird. Maybe he wants some pumpkin scone. We're eating a pumpkin scone right now.
0: Why did that do that? Where does he go? Get him.
2: He's behind the thing. Over there.
0: Oh. What do you want me to do?
2: Well, you got to kill him now because he's suffering. <laughs> that was weird.
0: There's not like a ton of ants up in the ceiling, is there? No. Just one. Just one. All right. So to correct the affirmation, sorry for the interruptions. Um, you can't talk in the future tense. You can't say I'm about to have.
2: You can't say I will be a good runner this year. It's I am a runner.
0: I am going to have good runs this week. You know, I'm going to go you have to say I am a good runner and I am fast. Yes. Like and I run every day. So make sure if you're if you're doing uh affirmations that are kind of resolutions, mm-hmm. make sure when you're speaking of them, you're doing it in the essence that it already exists.
2: Have you been doing yours? Yeah. You have?
0: And I'm going to rewrite it and uh, post my own version of it. But I caught myself the first time saying, uh, I am about to have the biggest year of my career. And I have changed it to, I am in the biggest year of my career. Yeah. Or I think I said, this is the biggest year of my career. Yeah. So just make sure that when you're doing it, like you're not saying, I am going to eat healthy today. You're saying, I am a healthy eater. Mm I am going to work out today. Say I work out and work out every day. Mm-hmm. Like put yourself in it, and it kind of goes back, like to the whole manifesting thing—the ask, believe, receive—all of that stuff. Um, don't don't speak of what you don't want in your life. Right. So don't say I will work on getting out of debt with every paycheck. Say. Every paycheck brings me income. That uh, how would you say that without it? Because you don't say the word debt, because that uh, the universe doesn't know what context you are using it in. It's really heavy for a Monday, right? People? That is
2: heavy for a Monday. You are up guard with that.
0: But don't don't say
2: no. You would say what you would say is you would say I am financially secure.
0: Yes, and I w- have the resources. I have the resources to create an abundant lifestyle Yeah, or, and so you speak of it that way and the universe will bring you more of that. If you believe that sort of thing, I do. Callie does. Mm-hmm. So, and, we we, do. and we've seen it work. So anyways, uh, I just wanted to do that correction and thank you to all, everybody who sent messages or left us voicemails or um, reached out on Instagram and said they were doing it. It's always cool. It really is the coolest thing that, that y'all are doing stuff that we talk about with us. It's yeah, neat. It's awesome.
2: There is drama unfolding on my next door. And you know, I love following next door.
0: When did you become addicted to?
2: When we moved into this house. So February. And,
0: and so does, do, do you get like an invite? How does it work?
2: No, you have to sign up. When you sign up, you have to give your physical address. Like it doesn't post it or tell people what your address is, but you have to prove that you live in I that feel, neighborhood.
0: I feel like everybody knows what next door is now, but if you don't, it's it's a neighborhood specific basically like a Facebook group. Mm-hmm. It's not on Facebook, but it's just a neighborhood specific group. So, if there's a suspicious vehicle in the area, if Somebody uh it's got like a
2: neighbor message board got
0: ripped off by a roofer. If somebody's 15-year-old kid is available for babysitting or right. yard work now, mm-hmm. it all goes up there, and then the neighbors help out the neighbors, and that's what it is. Right. Uh, so But there's always drama, there's always that one person <laughs> in the neighborhood.
2: Um, and I was telling Jeff about this post that had gone up, and he was like, Oh my gosh, save it for the podcast. We have to talk about this.
0: So And what, the reason we're saving it is because you and I are on two opposite sides. You don't know it yet, but I, I know what you're going to say and I don't agree with it.
2: Okay. So the guy said on Next Door, he said, I was in a Dunkin' Donuts parking lot and these teenage girls wearing soccer uniforms hit my car. Here's what kind of car they were in. And then they sped off really fast. And now I have $2,000 worth of damage on my car and the kids are gone. So if you... If you are a parent of teenagers and your kid drives a white Acura, see if there's paint missing on your bumper because they hit me, whatever.
0: They hit him. So they did $2,000 worth
2: of, worth of holy damage. Holy
0: crap. Because I, I was thinking that maybe they didn't realize they did it if they were young and inexperienced?
2: No, he said they definitely realized and then they sped off.
0: Okay, so $2,000 worth of damage and his offer to the family of these girls is what?
2: He said, um, I, and he said at one point, I I mowed a lot of lawns when I was a kid. I was not the best kid, but I always like had to pay people back for what I had done wrong or make it up to them. And he said, if your kids, if this is your kids, I don't want to call the cops, but if they want to come to my house, they can work off that stuff at my house. They can babysit my kids. They can do whatever.
0: So he wants the kids to do hard labor. Yeah. And he's not, he has chosen not to call the police. Right. Okay. And you think what?
2: I think good for him. And if those were my kids, they would be at his front door apologizing and figure out how they could work off $2,000 worth of damage until it was all paid back.
0: And this might sound cynical, but here's my thought. He needs to call the police.
2: Why? He needs
0: to call the police and figure out who those kids are because I think, unfortunately, we live in a world... This is cynical and I get it. It's not very upsidey, but I'm just saying, I'm just speaking my truth. I think there's probably a very good chance that those kids' parents might not care.
1: Yeah. And
0: and they might try to cover it up. You know, or they might go along with it and one thing that you can't escape is a police officer coming to knock to your do- knock at your door, going, "How did you get that damage to your car?"
2: But a hit and run is a felony.
0: I'm aware of that, but I'm just saying, if you're he is putting, and I appreciate him for what he's doing, but the fact is, there is a very good chance that a the a parent of one of those kids might read, might not care read that and choose to ignore it. Or maybe even, I hate to say this, but maybe even praise the child. Like, hey, good job getting out of there. Nobody oh, got hurt. Oh, that makes
2: me ill, even mm- thinking about it.
0: Nobody got hurt. You guys got out of there. It was an accident. Accidents happen. Can't you see that? Here's can you see the, a parent saying to the kid, I Accidents. don't want
2: to say that I could see a parent doing that, but I, I could. Um, I grew up around a little of that, not with my own parents. But you know, what about this? What if... You were able to, because I think it depends on the cop. Like maybe you don't want them to get a felony charge, but you want them to know how serious it is. If you were like get scared, is it, can you call a police department or call a police officer friend and have them and say, here's the situation. I don't want to, you know, press charges, but I want to scare this kid. Can you rattle them a little bit? And then I don't want to press charges.
0: That I don't know. Like, I don't know if, because it's not, because you're
2: 16, don't you think that a lot of police officers would be like, "Yeah, I can we can let them know how serious this is without filing
0: a I think the way to do that would be I don't know. I mean, that would have to be a police a question for a police officer, but You always run the risk of of the officer getting... This would be my concern. The officer getting over there and the parents being such jerks or the kids being such jerks that he's like, okay, you know what? It was still a felony. Like, I don't think...
2: Right. Like, it it couldn't go... Like, it would be different if the parents of the kid were calling the police department saying, I want you to scare my kid a little bit.
0: Right. I don't think you get to press charges or not press charges on, like, traffic violations and stuff like that.
2: So you think definitely call the police. Well, I think
0: uh, my, my fear is that if you don't call the police, the parents are, the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree. And
2: I say, I am a super stalker. You saw their soccer uniforms. You show up to whenever those soccer games are and then figure out who has the white car and go talk to them and be like, Hey, you hit my car. How are you going to work out? That's
0: what I, would do. I didn't even think of that option.
2: I mean, with the invention of the internet, you think, you know, what kind of car these kids drive and where they play soccer and you can't find out who they are. Mm, I oh, think you
0: can. that is brilliant.
2: Anyways, what do you think? This is a great time to open up our telephone line. Telephone. Like, I don't know why that sounded so 90, 90s. Call our hotline and tell us what you think. What would you do if you were the parents of these kids?
0: Uh, It's 800-434-5454, and just leave us a voicemail, and then we'll revisit this uh, next episode and play some of your best comments. 800-434-5454.
2: Would Jim Dollar have let you go to jail over that? Like, would he have been like, yeah, call the cops. He deserves it.
0: Um. No, but I he's also like that would have been the consequence of it. Like he's very practical, mm-hmm. as I think your dad would have been too. Like he would have done what was necessary for somebody to not call the, the cops, mm-hmm. but if that's what happened, I mean he would have been like You yeah, gotta
2: deal with it. You did that.
0: Yeah. I mean he would help me. Yeah. But like and that would come out of my allowance, the two thousand bucks. I mean <laughs> That's a lot of
2: that's like two years
0: worth of there's a lot of paper route right there. A lot of <laughs> delivering papers. Well,
2: I will keep you posted on all the drama as it unfolds. If it does.
0: Speaking of drama, I would like to apologize for nearly killing you last night.
2: How did you nearly wanting to kill me or actually physically killing you?
0: You don't remember me almost killing you last night? No. You don't? Maybe I will refresh my memory. When we were going to bed and I gave you an anvil or a leave or whatever it was.
2: Oh, yeah.
0: How could you forget that? <laughs> well, yeah. You literally could have died.
2: I, Jeff, yeah. Jeff almost killed me. And how did you almost kill me?
0: I, w- we were going to bed last night and we had gone to dinner and we had some, some glasses of wine. So, uh, in order to. Eliminate the possibility of any potential hangover. We each took a couple of Aleve, you know, at pain Mm -hmm. pills, whatever they're called, aspirin, whatever. And I was making Callie laugh while she took hers and a big old swallow of water went right into her lungs.
2: And it, I mean, I was like, it was one of those things where I was gasping for breath. I was like, like, I couldn't, I was trying really hard to breathe and Jeff freaked out.
0: Well, because he was
2: so upset. I mean, I just I've, needed a second to, like, you know.
0: Yeah, you say that now, but like, you ran into the bathroom and you tried to close the door. I can't believe you had to be reminded of that. It was so scary.
2: I had had a little bit of wine,
0: a lot of wine. The um, I thought what I thought it was was the aspirin or whatever. Yeah, was stuck in your windpipe, and so in my head, I'm thinking these are the thoughts that flash through my head. One was, can I do the Heimlich? Like, do I know what needs to to happen? And two, if I need to do the Heimlich, how hard are you supposed to squeeze? Like, is it like a rib breaking squeeze or is it just like a whatever?
2: I'm honestly not sure, but I'm really glad that we did not have to find out.
0: You know, I um, have almost died choking on more than one occasion, simply because I'm an introvert. And you were there for one of them. Where? Uh, The one that you were there for happened a couple years ago at the Steakhouse Cafeteria in Walhalla, South Carolina. I started choking on something and it got stuck in my throat Mm -hmm. where I could just breathe. It was ever get something stuck in your throat and you're like, if I breathe the wrong way, this is going to be bad. Right. Right but if I breathe gently and cough it up properly, yeah. it'll be good. It was that. And I just got up and went to the bathroom because I didn't, I'm, I'd say it's because I'm an introvert, but I think it's because, yeah, it's because I don't want people paying attention That's to me. It's so
2: dangerous though, because you might get to a point where you actually need someone and I'm to locked, help you and, and you're I, like alone and then you pass out.
0: I'm alone in the bathroom and I've probably locked the door.
2: Oh my gosh. Please don't do that anymore. (laughs) I
0: know. And then I remember vividly when I worked and when I was in high school and I worked at the mall, I was having lunch in the mall food court and it was a pickle like off a burger, you know, Mm -hmm. one of those flat ones, Mm -hmm. the flat round ones. And it went right to the back of my throat and it was stuck back there. And it was the same thing. Like, I'm like, oh, I got a cough. Like, this is going to be a scene. And I got up and walked into the bathroom of the food court from my table.
2: Yeah. We got to break that habit.
0: dumb, stupid. Yeah.
2: Don't do that anymore. If you're choking, have people around you. So someone will know what to do.
0: That being said, uh, I did once not choke and have somebody threaten to give me the Heimlich. I got, I I ate a mint candy and you ever get mint in the back of your throat and it like burns. Yep. So that happened to me and I put my hand up to my throat and my eyes like were watering and the guy sitting across from me, thought I was choking and jumped up and ran around the table and like tried to put his arms around me.
2: Well, that's nice. And I was like,
0: dude, all good. You know, like (laughs) trying to burn, you know, through the burning of the mint in the back of my throat. So
2: you're worried about like a Mrs. Doubtfire type scene. You know, we're oh, yes. allergic and the whole restaurant shuts up and he's like, it's a whole thing. Yes, yeah. exactly. So I have a beautiful human alert.
0: I'll bring it. This is our new segment on the on the show. It's where we highlight people who are awesome and live in the spirit of the upside.
2: So this is in Florida, an elementary school in Florida. This elementary school had College Colors Day, which is where you wear your favorite colleges T-shirt. Right. And there was a kid who was really proud to show his teacher that he didn't have a UT, meaning Tennessee, um, a UT shirt, but he made one. He he drew on a white piece of paper and then safety pinned Aww. the his little UT like, sh- drawing onto an orange shirt.
0: How old is this kid? It's like elementary school? Elementary school. school. Okay. And he was so
2: excited. That's and his awesome. teacher said that sh- he was so excited and so proud to show her what we, what he had made. And that at by lunch, he was really sad. And the teacher asked him what was wrong. And the kid said that he got made fun of for not having like a...
0: Oh, because it wasn't root. an official shirt. Right.
2: It was, it was something that he had made, you know, right. whatever. Because he loves the Tennessee volunteers. Right. And so the teacher was like, you know what? I'm going to go buy him a UT shirt. Cause I want him to have like an official one. And she put on Facebook, Hey, does anybody know anyone at UT? So I can make this like extra special for him. And UT, so many people commented and shared the story on her Facebook page that UT sent a huge like game, like gear, to the elementary school for his whole class. Awesome. And my favorite part is UT is taking his design that he drew himself and putting it and making it official UT gear to sell. And they're going to. Oh,
0: <laughs> I've seen this all over. Um, it's awesome. It's like, it's like almost like scrib. Uh, just says UT and it's like scribbled, yeah. right? Like with a ballpoint the pen. drew it. Almost. Yeah. And, but it, the. Y- Oh, so they're going to take his design, they're
2: putting it on a shirt, and then they're going to donate um, portions of every sale to an anti-bullying campaign. I'm about to cry. That makes you cry. It's so sweet.
0: That's awesome. So the beautiful humans are, as tough as it is to say, as somebody who was born and raised in Georgia.
2: University of Tennessee.
0: Uh-huh. And um, I think that the website, so many people wanted to buy the t-shirt that the website crashed. The University of Tennessee bookstore website crashed.
2: It's Awesome.
0: That's awesome. Um,
2: so they're doing pre orders. They're delivering in late September. And we'll put in our show notes a link where you can find that. But you can also go to um, the Vol Shop Twitter account, which is at UTVolShop. And they have a link up there where you can pre order your shirt.
0: We have to say thank you, by the way, to Megan who goes by maven629 on the grams on Instagram, because she is the reason that we have a beautiful human alert.
2: Megan, thank you so much. And I would love to say an official thank you by gifting you two of our upside wine glasses. So send us your address, um, email us or DM us, and we'll ship those out to you. And if you haven't gotten your wine glasses yet, um, they say the upside is there's wine or on the upside, there's wine. And you can get them still f- at CallieandJeff.com and then click on the merch tab. It'll take you right there to our store.
0: We'll put a picture of them in our newsletter. Um, and if you're not subscribed for that, f- to that, you can also subscribe at CallieandJeff.com. We send it out every Tuesday afternoon and it just uh, um, highlights some awesome stuff, just like that University of Tennessee story and everything upside. And Callie's theory is that you get it and then you just hold on to it until you're having a bad day and you open it up. Yes.
2: It's like your emergency SOS email.
0: Uh, And you'll see a picture of the one pumpkin spice thing I actually enjoy. (laughs) I know that will be part of tomorrow's uh, newsletter.
2: I have a new Facebook ad
0: review. Callie has been stalking Facebook for the items that have been stalking her, and she's actually spending our money to buy them and review them. The first one was a bra, and the second one...
2: Third love is great.
0: The bra, that's third love, right? Mm -hmm. And then uh, the next one is... Shoes, right?
2: Yeah, shoes. I ordered birdie shoes, and these are all recommendations, things that are stocking both of us that you want me to buy and give you the down low on whether it's worth your money or not. I got the birdies.
0: And it's important to note, by the way, birdies, not to be confused with all birds.
2: Right. Jeff was very confused because they both have birds in them. Right. (laughs) In the
0: name. Right. But these are not all birds. Birdie shoes for women only.
2: Yes. Uh, I I ordered two pair. I sent them both back.
0: Oh, these are the ones you asked me about.
2: Yeah, here's the thing. So they I I read the story of the of the brand and it makes more sense now. The customer service has been great. The shoe, I like the patterns they have for the shoes. I tried them on. They are very comfortable. If I were a little bit older, I would wear them. And the story behind them is the women that started the company were Creating house shoes for women that were cute, and people started wearing them out in public. So they uh, have the inside of a slipper, but the outside is sold so you can wear them all day. And they are a favorite shoe of Meghan Markle. So I was really interested. They
0: are super comfortable. Meghan Markle's only like 30, right? Yeah.
2: I mean, she's older than that, but she's like 36, I think, but, um, she wears them and they're cute on her, just on me, they looked a little too slippery. So I'm going to return them. Um, but they are very comfortable. So if you're looking for comfortable I, shoes, I, I would f- get them for my mom. I feel like I
0: influenced you on this. I screwed it up because you asked me, and I think you, you asked me a loaded question because you said, "Do these look like grandma's shoes? And I think, so that put grandma's shoes in my head if you just said, what do you think of these?
2: I think the first time I said, what do you think of these? And you're like, eh, they're okay. And they were really comfortable. So if you're comfort first and style second, I mean, they are cute. They just are a little slippery, which is the whole point of the brand. So true to brand, great customer service, beautiful packaging. Um and worth the money if you want a comfortable shoe, but just not my style. Was
0: not your style. Was
2: not my style. All right,
0: what's next on the Facebook item review list?
2: Everybody is talking about Spanx right now because Spanx released a line of what they are calling the perfect black pant coming to you.
1: Thank you for listening to The Upside Podcast with Callie and Jeff. Please make sure you subscribed so you never miss an episode of The Upside.
0: And just a reminder, we are looking for your phone calls. The question is about the story Callie told a little bit earlier in the episode. Is that guy who got his car hit by a bunch of teenagers right for not calling the cops? Or should he involve the police in order to make sure the girls who hit and ran get taught a lesson? 800-434-434. 5454 is our phone number and we'll play your messages tomorrow on the upside.
3: Hi, this is Kelly from Duluth, Georgia. It is Friday, September 6th, and I am currently listening to the podcast. And I just had to make a comment about the challenge that you've issued. I am a recent psychology major or grad, and uh, I've been issuing this challenge to friends for years because I've always believed that if you wanted to change something about yourself, that you have to look in the mirror and say something out loud and, you know, basically fake it until you make it because at first it's going to feel silly, and you're not going to believe it but then after 30 days or so you've got it um what I've always told people to do is just look in the mirror and say you are awesome but it can be anything so I just was really happy to hear you issue that challenge today and I think I am going to try it again um because it's been a while since I've done it myself thank you love the show love y'all bye hey Mr. Jeff it's Ashton from Newton Georgia so I don't know if you remember me but I or not, but a couple years ago, you sang happy birthday to me while you were at start, Miss Callie also sent me a gratitude journal, and I love it so much. I just wanted to call and say that you're the best people ever. P.S.
1: I love your dogs. They're the best. Bye. Hey, guys. This is Debbie from Virginia. I'm so excited about your podcast. I listen to you every day on the way to and from work, and it feels like you guys are carpool buddies, and we're just having laughs together. I love it. I love you both, but I'm really aiming this one at Callie. I really was touched um, the other day with the episode when she was talking about social media and needing to purge on Instagram. I completely understand that. I felt really overwhelmed last year with just stuff that was going on on Facebook and the news and different things like that. And so January 1st, I quit Facebook and it's been like the best decision I've ever made because I was just tired of, you know, being ashamed and letting my self-worth be decided by comments and people on Facebook and being envious of their life and judging myself and my kids and my family on things that were represented on Facebook that probably weren't even really true anyway. And so I just want you guys to know I really appreciate your honesty, and I love listening every day. Thanks for everything you do. Have a great day.
3: It works. Okay. I just had to check. Jeff and Callie, it's Melissa Black from Dallas, Georgia. This is my first call to the upside. Um, Just wanted to thank you, Jeff, uh, for sharing what you went through with the breakup of your friendship with Jen. i listened to you guys over on the Burt Show forever. When you left, my heart broke. When Carter left, my heart broke. When Jen left, my heart broke. And... I was so happy that you and Jen had your show and listened to you guys and have not listened not one time since you left and I thought I might give it a listen until I heard about the bully pulpit that um, Jen turned the show into that Monday morning after you were gone. Um, There's no excuse for it. I don't understand it. I can't imagine what she went through and just wanted to thank you so much for sharing with us and and being vulnerable enough to share that with us Um, this morning. I know it was hard and um, you are not a victim. You are so not a victim and I'm so, So happy that you've worked through that pain and see that. And the upside is that you and Callie are working together and making an incredible difference in this world. And the upside is what we all need um, every single day. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And can't wait for the next podcast. Bye-bye. I have to go eat some cat poop. Okay, bye.